0: Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret, think you want to know. A dirty little secret, about a secret little show.
1: Sarah Vinny's Secret Alex. Show for Tuesday, September 26th. It's Sarah Vinny, Alex, and Brittany. We rhyme. Here is, uh, I guess we're pissing people off is the title of this. Mm-hmm. So yesterday we had a response to a letter. It was actually It turned out a couple letters, letters, right? One which was inappropriate texting from the soccer dad who was maybe a swinger. Which
2: we still don't even know. We don't have an end to that no, at all. we don't.
1: And then the other one was... The lady's best friend's husband. husband was right in front of the best friend was saying really Dr- inappropriate while they were drinking. Yes. Yeah. Um. In fact, can you pull that letter up? Take a look at that letter. I would. I would be interested to hear what that guy's condition. I mean, obviously, it sounds like they're at a party. You one would assume that they're drinking. So this is from Sandra in Oakland. Okay. I absolutely agree with today's letter. Those men are fucking assholes and I would be pissed if my husband was saying shit like this to my bestie. Maybe he was drunk. Vinny, what kind of response is that? So you're saying if someone was secretly texting your wife or picking up on Dusty, you'd just laugh it off? Oh my God, all of you are so frustrated today about this. Women should draw a hard line and change this F-cultural bullshit. Hmm. What?
2: F-cultural?
1: F-cultural?
0: Fucking cultural bullshit. Oh,
1: fucking cultural bullshit? Oh. I was at a fundraiser with my ex years ago, and and a guy made reference that my dress made me look like a stripper. I was floored. I bought it at a surf shop on Maui, and it was super cute. My ex told me to laugh it off and showed no empathy when I was bummed. But he, too, was incredibly conflict avoidant. I feel like I need to take a break from this show. Support your female friends, please. Sandra in Oakland.
2: So, here's how I'll respond to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's how I'll respond to that. The story was that this is her best friend's husband. Mm. So, while I have no problem, and I mentioned that yesterday, lighten somebody up, I really don't. I'll be blunt and speak very plain English. What I have found through that, though is I have offended people that way many times. And so as I've matured and grown and stopped drinking, among other things, what I have found is I try to be a little more careful Considered. and a, a little more patient. And But look, I'm not a woman. I've never been raped and I don't fear rape. And when that word came up yesterday, I backed away. Because that's if that's coming to your mind from a guy being a little overly complimentary after having some drinks, then that's clearly a conversation I shouldn't be part of. Like, I don't see that in what was being described at all. Yeah.
1: Not even a little bit. Girls that occur. And another thing, it's like, um, You know, when you would go through college and you learn this, I mean, it's a horrible reality is that you you have to watch out for your friends because they're they're Sorry, dudes. Men can be aren't all but can be predators. And they're looking for that drunk girl. They're looking for that girl whose friends have left her at a party there. You you have to be watching for your friends. And hello, roofies like that happens. You've got to. That's the kind of thing that I think women are living with.
2: You so know? where my answer was coming from, to be clear, and maybe I wasn't, and that's certainly possible. Sometimes we go in circles or someone cuts yes. you off and then you go, wait, no, what are we I'm talking about? Say, right. So where, I, where I'm coming from on this is the important part of that conversation to me was this is my best friend, her husband. And that's where the tricky part in my head came because I do think that sh- her the best friend doesn't want to see the worst in her husband, Mm-mm. and you don't want to find yourself having your best friend attack you because she needs to right. defend her husband. And so, to and me, that wasn't show it what was supposed to be a nice party, right? To me, that wasn't as easy as just
1: fuck that guy. Find the
2: right cuss words to right. scream at this guy. I agree. And to I, me, that was a little bit more. Of uh, there were some pitfalls in that and you needed to... F- but, yeah. It's a
1: place where you... Look, and I think that that's the thing about life. It is nuanced and you do need to figure out a way to navigate through that stuff. But here's what I will say about this right now. We spent half an hour on that yesterday. We revisited it today. Let's do something completely different. I'm in. All right. All right. And I hope this lady will stay with us, but look, if, you, if we're pissing you off and I, I feel like her letter sounds like someone who was triggered and I... Which, listen, I get it. It's fine. Maybe you shouldn't listen. Good morning, my fabulous radio family. Sarah, Vinny, Brynn, and Alex. Uh, don't say my name. This one has been floating around. And as I skimmed through it on the first day I saw it, I went, oh my God, this sounds terrible. Um, but this is a real thing. A lot of people have their kids in martial arts classes. Uh-huh. And shit happens. And this person has... A situation, and I'm gonna tell it to you. And we even have a guy on this show who owns a martial arts. Studio. Yeah, the party
0: has to leave though in a second because the tow truck's arriving. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it's not. All a right, great hold day on.
1: I'm, no, it's
0: not. Well, the tow truck's coming. You know that. All right, let me get. A... I can cut all this out. Yeah, <laughs> hold
1: we could do it on I, another you know day though. I know. I mean, well, hold hold on. Why don't I give you like a brief overview, right. and Sounds then good. and go then right. we can do. Is he here now?
0: No, but okay. any minute. I just don't want to. Here we go. You know...
1: Um Let me zip through. I'm a listener since day one. Uh, I don't know how I'm in my 50s now. 53 actually. Listen since the, I've decided since the pandemic, time isn't real anymore. It's moving so fast. Okay. Okay. My children are 22, 19 and 17. All grow up hearing me talk about and listening to you. Okay. So this is more love for us. Here we go. Here Thank we go. you. Moving on. My son takes jujitsu slash MMA, BJJ, Brazilian jujitsu uh-huh, right. uh, classes at a local dojo for about the last year. We've gone there over the years. When he was about six, he took karate for a couple years and my daughter did jiu-jitsu there about 10 years ago. The family who owns it are good, kind people and have a thriving business with lots of families and students. About two months ago, I dropped my son off at his class and pretty much by the time I walked in the door at home, he was calling me in distress. He'd been injured. I raced back and arrived as the ambulance was getting there. Now, the kids are 22, 19, and 17. Mm. Uh, So this is a, not a, a little kid. This isn't your fi- right. your five year old daughter. Right. Okay. By my son's account, he and another guy were <laughs> rolling, basically grappling, like mm-hmm. all the other students who were paired off, and each supposed to be working the specific mood they've just been talking about. My son had his partner down. He was over him with his legs planked out behind him. One of the other pairs must have been too close. One of them was thrown off and landed on my son's foot, pinning it down, while at the same time, the force of momentum coming from the side pushed my son's leg over, which caused his knee to fully dislocate.
2: Oh. Oh. Uh.
1: When I arrived, his kneecap was completely on the side and had begun swelling. He was in incredible pain and going into shock. The paramedics transported him to the hospital, giving him IV pain meds. He was trying to hold it together, but it's a super painful injury, and every single movement increases the pain. It was awful watching him suffer at the hospital. They tried to get him stable to have x-rays. They eventually gave up and just put him out and then maneuvered the kneecap back into place. In the end... The good news was all ligaments and tendons were intact. There was only a minor fracture in his femur. He had x-rays, MRI, and now physical therapy. He's off crutches and now walking closer to normal without his knee brace. Mostly pain-free, getting his strength back. According to his PT, he'll make full recovery. There we go. That's, That's the long and short of that. Okay, so here's her dilemma. While I understand that this was an accident, no one intentionally meant for this to happen. The dojo is often too full, in my opinion there brazilian jiu-jitsu classes have grown over the years there are too many people in there to all be rolling at the same time the instructor tries to watch over the mat but i've been in there and i felt nervous that someone was going to hit others or roll off the mat onto hard floor or hit benches he's also trying to give tips on form so it's unrealistic that he can watch over everything happening i've often thought it was a potentially dangerous setup Okay, so it's mattered matter self. Called the owner the day after the injury happened, said I was upset because it seemed like this could have been avoided and happened because they're too packed. He said it's a freak accident. I'm so sorry it happened. Uh, but what was careful to not take any responsibility for it. We've all gotten that memo. You can say I'm sorry that happened, but, you, but taking responsibility for it is sort of a hard no. If they're taping that call, that can be used later. He also said there was video footage of it and he planned to watch it. He has not shared the footage with me uh the cost of all of this in co-pays for me is about 1500 bucks i can't let go of the feeling that there's responsibility on his part uh plus my son lost his ability to work for two months he has people he does yard work and projects for and has probably lost about one to two thousand dollars based on what he's been earning in the previous months i feel like it's unfair we bore the full financial burden of this injury that could have been avoided Mm, talking about filing a claim uh, I can also imagine my insurance will come back to ask me about the injury to see if they can pursue his insurance since the ER bill alone was $45,000. So out of pocket for her, she's saying 1500 One other piece of history I think is important. I'm not an overreactive mother. When my daughter took Brazilian jiu-jitsu there, she had two significant injuries, broken collarbone and knee dislocation. Wow, that's running in our family. But both were basically her fault. Cause she wouldn't tap when she should have, so I don't count on. I count those the same way. What should I do? Nothing. And make sure he's made changes to his policies if and when my son returns. Or tell him I want some reimbursement for my out-of-pocket expenses and perhaps he should file an insurance claim. Sorry it's so long. Thanks for any help you can offer. And she hopes I get laid. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Don't
2: say my name. So what would...
1: He left. The guy
2: we need in this moment. There he is. Get in here.
0: Were you listening? Uh, Kind of. Um... I got what if here, someone got,
2: oh, do you? And then
0: I've got the tow truck downstairs. I knew we shouldn't
1: have done a secret show today. Well, I seriously- no, it was just
0: this topic. I knew this email was really long and it was going to go long. So I was like, why are we doing this right now? Of all days. Um, yeah, this that really sucks. And that's why we want to make sure the mats aren't full like that. However, that Do you is-
1: limit the number of kids? That I do. And people so is that getting- the problem here? Is people people are getting really line?
0: mad at me about that because I'm like, schedule your classes. It bums me out when I have too many kids on the mat. Because they don't get my attention. Right. I, I don't feel like I'm teaching properly. So I'm making people schedule their classes to come on their days. And everybody was all up and not Not everybody. A lot of kids that were like, oh, but I like the flexibility of just showing up. Mm-hmm. But some days I'll have five kids for this class. And the next day I'll have 30. And I'm like, that doesn't, let's make this consistent. And so that's what I do. And now I have nice, even amount of students every single class. And it took a long time. It took me a good two months to do that. A lot of talking to parents and figuring out schedules and changing the whole system up, they were not happy about it. But yeah, that was that was my solution, and that is a big problem. And especially if you do. Did you carry
1: massive insurance?
0: Yes, especially for Jiu-Jitsu. So Jiu-Jitsu has a heavier; it's more expensive for their insurance because of what they do. But yeah, I have to. Definitely so this pay person for
1: probably could say, "Listen, I want your insurance company information." This- well,
2: she can try. That's the thing. Try it. Sure. I don't. Right. But I would also add, and she says she's, she's you know, not overreactive and, and gives an example. For the record, this is combat sports, right? Yep. Yes. I mean, it's called combat sports. So the possibility for injury is there from the minute you walk in the I'll door. i
1: bet you she has signed paperwork that says that she acknowledges that. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So...
2: I, I will say you're welcome to. Now, the other part where you're like, should I tell him to limit the number of classes? Your son needs to maybe find another place to study. Maybe a place like Brin's that actually limits the amount. Like you right. have to take some personal responsibility when you're in a room filled with people. This
1: feels like too many people to be it's safe. It's the
2: same. I'll give you a better, softer, much softer example. If you love yoga, and the class you go to is fucking noses to asses, Yes. then you accept that someone's nose is in your ass or you decide to go somewhere else, period. That's
1: your choice. Because generally speaking, you're not getting your knee dislocated in yoga.
2: But but the point is, if you can't do your study and get from it what you want because of the number of noses in your asshole... Mm. You might want to go study some. There's hopefully a place. Now, you might go, yeah, but this place is crowded because they're so good. Then accept what that comes with. Find an off-hours class if you can. I, I mean, I that's just. Yeah. Well, that's how. That's economics. And part of it is, like, here's a person who's saying to himself, I need to fill these rooms. And like Bryn just said, I can't do a class with only five people. Uh, My time's more valuable than that. Mm. I need these classes filled, each class filled, for it to be worthwhile for me to take time away from my family to go teach.
1: It does feel like rooms have limits for a reason. They should should have a cap, and then even if he does do this thing where it's not scheduled the way Bryn has his school, it maxes out. I'm sorry, but you have arrived too late to be a part of this class. All of the slots are filled. There's room for thirty people. I, you know, I don't, whatever, whatever it is.
2: I probably wouldn't issue a claim myself, but I can see why it's worth a try. Sure, you're saying forty-five thousand, and there's insurance covering everything. Try it. Mm-hmm. Say, look, I I think you're on the hook for this, man. Your, your classes are too full. My kid got you know throttled while just doing his work in his space. Yeah. So you need to take responsibility for that. And if he says no. Well,
1: then now you've got another decision to make. Mm -hmm. Is this the place where you want to stay at? And she's been there clearly their whole lives they've been at this place.
2: But I also I, I urge you to remember it's called a combat sport for a reason. Right.
1: People get hurt. But it is it, that does sound like a total freak out. That's somebody else lands on your kid. like That's just too many people in the room. There's a lot of factors that play there.
2: I, I don't disagree. I just do think, though, that you are playing a rough game from go. That is true. All
1: right. Uh, good luck
2: with your claim, though, and I hope that that comes to a good conclusion for you guys.
1: And I wonder if anybody will respond. I think we'll be dumb responding to that other topic, right? Let's be done with that. I
2: don't I look, I think that's a really relevant conversation to have and I do think it's nuanced, but look, I the two women who've written in and have been like fuck that goddamn <laughs> That comes from a place of real experience that I don't have. Yeah. I mean, to me, I think that party fouls are
3: common, really maybe too common. I would definitely take my wife's side if she was clearly angry about something like that. The hard part for me yesterday was that I couldn't put myself in that situation because I don't have people like that in my life that would do that. Right. My friends wouldn't do that. And if they did, I would be like at a bare minimum, like, hey, dude, that was kind of out of line or whatever it is. But I couldn't even see myself having to do that. And my wife, she's already talked to me multiple times about not wanting confrontation. She's like, yeah, my old my ex was like wanting to fight everybody. Like, I don't want that. I want you to, if, you know, if something happens, let's take the non-confrontational route. And I really respect her for that.
2: Yeah. Because I've known, I actually
3: have known women who want to see their boyfriend fight. Yeah. No, my buddy Zach, one of his exes was like that. Like there was some guy on a, they were going to, we were all going to a Niner game. And he's like some guy on the bus saying something, you know, they're a crazy, you know, person or something. And, and there
2: she is going, what'd you say? Because he'll <laughs> kick your ass. Fight him. <laughs> mm.
3: Well, anyway, yeah, I think we should put
2: it to rest. But look, if people want to talk about it, I, I could learn. Yeah, I, you
1: know what? Actually, maybe I shouldn't just stick a fork in it. Like, okay, if you've got a point to make that isn't, you know, kind of just yelling at us for being assholes. Then... I don't,
2: look. People get crazy and they write what they write because they they're at home and they just can write anything. I'm not even taking that personally, to be honest with you. When you, I don't know if it was you or the letter writer that said rape, but I went from like, oh, I did. I'm wait,
1: telling you that that's what happens.
2: You are, know, are we not talking about a party foul? Are we talking about rape now? Like that changes. That's a well. Listen,
1: some people say, "Oh, that was just a party foul." foul. Meanwhile, there's a girl who just got raped. That's. And they they just think oh well that was just oh we were just drunk that was but no that, that didn't that wasn't what just happened well
2: and that's again I don't think that's what we were talking about I think we were talking about a drunk husband being too complimentary to a best friend and that rape wasn't involved in that oh, no at nothing all. was
1: involved in that but but I'm saying you know in the broader scheme of like how women have a different perspective and how we're sort of. We're just coming at things from a completely different place. And the reality is, is that men are, can be very scary and you might laugh something off. that becomes a real problem later.
2: Agreed. The end.